Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Go 24-7 podcast. Bryce Kuhn alongside Glenn West as we get ready for week number two of the college football season, and LSU gets ready to take on Grambling State. First game inside Tiger Stadium of the season, Glenn. First game for me. Are there any tips or uh, tidbits, maybe uh, traffic tips, parking tips that you can offer to a to a first first-timer? Yeah, I mean, uh, probably just get there three hours ahead of time, and you should be good. Uh, so <laughs> that that's that's pretty much my advice. But no, it'll it'll be it'll be good, smooth sailing. Um, should should have a bunch bunch of good times, and uh, you know, hopefully, LSU gets back on the right track on a similar track that we'd hoped uh, they kind of entered the season with, and uh, kind of put some of this Florida State uh, madness behind us. So we'll 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 be there, and we'll be. Uh, we'll be we'll be covering and, and hopefully get a lot of good uh, good football to watch. Yeah, good football to watch. Uh, night kickoff inside Tiger Stadium, which will be a lot of fun. Six thirty kickoff. Glenn, uh, it's a week that's been kind of weird. We just got done talking with Kelly earlier this week. Players last night. Um, you could sense that they're and I want to be careful how I use the word. Not embarrassment, but a uh, you know kind of a gut check. Uh, of of what happened last week, this group seems to be taking things. I don't want to say more seriously, but maybe with uh, more heightened expectations of kind of what they want to accomplish on Saturday. Now, it's not the most formidable opponent, but I want to kind of to get your read on what you've heard, what you've seen from the players this week. Well, we got to hear from Jane Daniels, Noah Kane, Omar Spades, and Mason Smith. You can check out some of those interviews over at go247.com. How did you walk out of uh, last night? The players' interviews, feeling about the uh, maybe the confidence and direction of this team. Yeah, I think uh, I think they got hit in the mouth on on Sunday night, and I think that they kind of um, they, they understand that the, the effort that they gave, the focus, the you know competitive edge, is something we've heard a lot from Brian Kelly and the players this week as well. Um, it wasn't there, and that there there really was no excuse. You know, I think uh, I respected a lot of their thoughts on just kind of how. You know, they, they took onus of that and, and, and that, that can't be the brand of football that they're putting out there uh, to have the kind of season they want to have. Uh, they, they still have, you know, here uh, about 11 games to get it right starting this weekend. I know it's not going to be a big, uh, you know, big matchup in terms of just opponent, but uh, you got to start somewhere after something like that happens. And um, I think just the, the overall sense that I got from the players and just, um talking with them and and is is you know for one that they realize that um they they need to really get this ship on the right track quickly mm-hmm. um i think that they have spent a good amount of time this week in practice of 
um, kind of going over just what kind of competitiveness they want to play with, what kind of minds they have to have coming into a game um, where they're expected to win and expected to win handsomely. They have to, I think, put the pedal to the metal on this thing and not let up. I think that's um, kind of the they got to play with a chip on their shoulder. That's one of the things I'm going to write about in my um, keys to the game um, th- this weekend. Uh, you know you're going to win the game. You know you're you're probably going to win by a lot, but it's how you look when you're winning. I think is going to be the most important thing for this group. Um, and I, I think that these players are are ready and eager to get back out on the field. It was was my second takeaway. I think that they're um, you know after kind of suffering the the blowout loss that you do. The, the sometimes the best thing you can do is 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 prepare and get ready and 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 get you know chomping at the bit to play. Uh, to play again. And so um, I think that's going to be on the minds of a lot of these players. They, I think, are going to come out with a lot more focus, a lot more discipline. um, And hopefully you get to see some of that competitiveness kind of break through here against Grambling. Again, this is, this is not an opponent. This is not a a matchup here where you're worried about any kind of uh, lack of success. I think that LSU is going to have success. It's just how they look when they're having success is going to be more of the things that I'm looking out for uh, in this in this matchup. Yeah, and it kind of leads us into our first question. You know, what type of success? What does the LSU offense need to show? Jaden Daniels talked about it yesterday, just kind of saying, look, you want to walk out of the building on Saturday night feeling we left it all out there. You know, we accomplished what we want to accomplish. And we were able to dominate in the run game and the pass game. So, Glenn, I know Daniel's kind of summed it up. Are there specific things that you're kind of looking for from this offense that maybe you want to see that maybe makes you feel a little more comfortable heading into Mississippi State the following weekend? Yeah, I think the first and foremost is I want to see balance. You know, this was this was a game last week that got out of hand. Uh, and you had to really rely on the on the passing game. You had to rely a lot on Jaden Daniels' legs because you were not getting push up front. I want to see this offensive line go out and dominate uh, Grambling's front seven. I want to see these running backs have 15, 20, 30, 35-yard gains. I want to see these receivers get vertical and uh, break some big passes. I want to see Jaden Daniels take shots. I want to see Jaden Daniels um, you know, be more assertive in his decision-making. Um, you know, there's, 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 no, there's an endless number of boxes. I think that this offense and really this whole team can check. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they really, they, 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 they took a step back last week, and and you got to kind of start picking up those pieces. And I think that starts with a with a game like this where you can maybe go out there and and, and dominate your game plan, execute, um, be consistent in what you're doing. Um, these are all things that we've heard from Brian Kelly from the players this week. Um, and then, you know, last but not least, just go out there and 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 feel like you left it out on the field. Just like Jaden said yesterday in, in player interviews, um, you know, you don't want to have a sour taste in your mouth. You want to convert in the red zone. You want to make all your, uh, your field goals, your, your extra points. Don't muff any punts. I mean, like the, we're, we're talking about very disciplinary things here that, uh, that, that make a good football team run. Um, and mm-hmm. LSU just didn't do a whole lot of that last week, and they've got to get back on the right track and doing a lot of it this weekend uh, and hope that it carries over here in the SEC play um, because, you know, your, your schedule is going to get, you know, I wouldn't say extremely tough, but it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be difficult. You got to go, you know, to, you know, to Mississippi state next weekend with a very veteran quarterback and a, 
you know, a, a team now that is run by a defensive head coach. You get to come back to Arkansas, which was a very close game a year ago. You kind of want to have this tune-up game to where you can get a lot of things right and kind of feel good about yourselves going into that that next conference uh, slate of games. So uh, this is a very important game, I think, for LSU mentally. Uh, it's very important to see how they look, um, you know, just from an execution standpoint, from a play calling standpoint. I want to see some versatility, some creativity from the play calling, uh, get some guys out in, in verses and the screen game working. Uh, I, I, I think that there's, you know, it, there's no level of uh, – just kind of uh, dominance that they can assert in this game that would not be great enough. You know, they, they've mm-hmm. got to show that level of dominance. They've got to uh, take a, take advantage of this thing early, and then we'll get into this a little bit later. But I want to see some of the young players get in there as well and, and, and try to dominate and, and show that they can be contributors on this team as well. Yeah, for me, I think it goes back to what Coach Kelly talked about on Monday or Tuesday, I should say. Um, you know, guys doing their job. I think when we asked him about the, you know, the con- trying to get the conversions on fourth and goal and things like that, he said we had times where we had guys trying to do two, three other jobs, and they just need to do their job and trust the man next to him. So I think, you know, seeing that high efficiency, uh, attention to detail for the receivers, and then kind of the biggest thing for me is the run game. I mean, we just have to see. It would be nice to see a game, Glenn, where LSU just comes out and is able to get what they want on the ground. And, you know, a confidence boost not only for those running backs, but for that offensive line to really get a push and continue to uh, wear down an opponent of course, of the, over the course of a game. That's going to be something, uh, kind of something I'd like to see in this matchup. We take over to the defensive side of the football where Glenn – you know, we, we could we could look at the Harold Perkins situation. We could look at the secondary. I don't know with the opponent on the schedule that you're going to be able to learn a lot about where this group is. But from a confidence standpoint, uh, wh- what do you think this – where does this defense need to stand out? Any specific stat category for you that you want to see kind of improve? Well, I mean, first and foremost, you're getting Mason Smith back. So I'd like to see just kind of how he fits into – what, what they're doing and how they're um, kind of operating with him. And we've heard it's going to be somewhere around 30 snaps that he's going to play in this first game. Um, you'd like to see him get into the backfield with some relative consistency against a team like Grambling. I understand it might not happen, um, but you, you, you want him to kind of get his feet wet and get back into the thick of mm-hmm. things here. And I think just having him back, having his presence on the field, should give this defense an extra j- bolt of juice. I mean, like they, they, they did not have a very good second half either um, in terms of the run game, in terms of slowing that down uh, against Florida State. I think that you can start there and and have uh, just some things that you feel good about with 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 what Smith's doing. I think uh, it's going to be extremely interesting to see how they use Perkins. Um, just talking with Omar Spates yesterday, it sounds like they're going to be bringing him a lot more off the edge. Uh, in this game, kind of settling into what made him such a great player last week or last year, um, and uh, that's that's kind of the that's that's the one thing that now I'm, I think I'm going to be most interested to see is kind of how they're lining up Harold Perkins um, in this second game and just what that looks like uh, in the early part of the schedule because. Um, you need you need Harold to get into the backfield. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they've, they've tried the inside linebacker thing. It didn't work in the first game. I mean, I guess you, you could I guess it could start working at some point, but he's just too good of a player to kind of keep 
in the middle of the field and not getting pressure on the quarterback. He, that's where his yeah. true specialty lies. I think you're going to see a lot more of him doing that um, in this game. Um, and then, you know, I think probably for the secondary, you just need an opponent where you can go out there and try to lock them down. I mean, this was mm-hmm. uh, a grambling offense that threw for 300 yards last week in their first game. So they're, they threw it 38 times, I believe. So uh, they're going to throw the ball. They're going to challenge. I think they're going to at least try to get the ball out and, 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 and into the hands of their receivers. And so uh, it's going to be a, a good uh, kind of test to see just what the secondary has learned in a week. I mean, they, they played a lot of zone last week and, um, I'd be interested to see if they kind of go more man, if they, um, you know, just really try to, you know, in, instill their will on a, on a team that they should be able to handle and beat pretty easily. Um, but it, it's all going to start with the front seven. I mean, I think that LSU's defensive line is going to be able to get some great push. I could see a big game from Makai Wingo again. I could see a Braden Swinson and, uh, certainly a lot of these uh, pass rushers, uh, Savion Jones, having big games. Um, and then, obviously, you, you probably would turn it over to some of the younger players in the second half. But I, I, I just – I think for me personally, what I'd like to see uh, just in a vacuum is them lining up the right way, um, lining up Perkins in a way that I think is going to be most beneficial to him and to their success. Um, and then just obviously seeing what Mason Smith can do uh, in his first game back, I think is going to be uh, a really interesting kind of thing to watch. And, you know, again, I think LSU should expect to have relative uh, ease in, in stopping them and slowing them down, mm-hmm. especially if they're going to come out with more of a uh, fiery competitive nature uh, to what they're doing. Um, I, I, I want to see all of that. I want to see them, you know, getting in, getting into it and, and running and sprinting and uh, you know, hyping each other up on the field, off the field. Um, when you have a setback like that last weekend, you have to move on quickly. And I think part of the reason that you're going to see LSU move on quickly uh, is, is through some of those ideals and some of the mindset and mentality that they've been trying to instill in practice this week. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast passion drive and patience 
What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, you mentioned, and I think you were kind of alluding to, the competitive edge factor that, that Brian Kelly wants to see and what he wants to see out of this group. For me, you know, it's it's attacking as a secondary on those routes, being able to be aggressive. That's something that we saw, you know, as the confidence um, kind of lowered against some of those receivers for Florida State, I think guys became a little more uh, tentative to try to challenge the Keon Coleman's. And look, there's not going to be a Keon Coleman on the field on Saturday. There might not be another Keon Coleman that she faces all season. But I hope think not. the confidence <laughs> – you, you hope not. But you kind of look at what uh, – the, the competitive edge, the competitive nature. And, look, we know those guys. I mean, look, you see them mic'd up. We saw them at fall camp, major burns. Uh, you know, these guys that are really uber competitive. But I think for a guy like Deuce Chestnut that had a lot of um, a, a lot of hype coming out of camp, this is an opportunity for him to kind of get back on the right track and, and understand that this is a guy that played a lot of football. And these, this secondary specifically wants to say – Florida State was more of a blip, more of a bump in the road than who we are. And so I think that's something that I would like to see, just a dominant game from that secondary, be able to shut down the Grambling State passing game. We've alluded to it, and now we get to talk about it, Glenn. The freshmen, uh, what freshmen do you think? I mean, what are some guys that you would like to see make an impact? I know you mentioned a couple already, but uh, where can the young guys make an impact in this game? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the secondary, uh, Deuce Chestnut, I think, you know, he'll, he'll get, he'll get some reps, uh, certainly Sage Ryan will get some outside corner reps, but the one guy that I really want to see out there is Ashton Stamps. I mean, he played one snap last weekend. Um, I think it was on an injury that I can't, I can't remember who came off. Maybe it was chestnut. Maybe it was, I think it was chestnut. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It came off very momentarily and, uh, Ashton Stamps got in for one play, but, I I just think that they have to switch things up. They have to try a different, a couple different things um, with what they're doing. Uh, and this is the weekend to do it. I mean, you want to do it against mm-hmm. the Grambling. Make sure that some of these guys can play at this level and and compete um, and and at least have a good start to what their careers are are kind of primed for. And I think Ashton Stamps is a guy that we talked a lot about during camp. Um, I think he can make an impact on this team as the season goes on, and you have to start somewhere. Uh, I, I would expect him to get a significant amount of snaps in this game. Um, you know, I think the other big one is Lance Hurd at right tackle. I will be very interested to see if they kind of stick with the same starting offensive line uh, from the get-go or if they make that mm-hmm. change very early on. I think I'd probably like to see it right from the bat, uh, right off the bat, is, is Hurd starting at right tackle, maybe Emory Jones sliding into right guard. Uh, and then Charles Turner, Garrett Dellinger, and Will Campbell kind of rounding out your offensive line there. I think that is kind of where I'm at right now. I think that would be a uh, a sign that LSU is uh, is is really thinking about making some serious changes. Um, you have to. I mean, at, after last week, you have to look at personnel. You have to look at what you're doing uh, on the field. And 
Um, I think that the, those two guys are ones are guys that, that kind of stand out to me. Um, Shelton Sampson, the receiver, the freshman receiver, uh, I think is going to get some extended opportunities. Um, I think Chris Hilton probably will get more though. Just, um, you know, I was kind of debating whether or not to put Shelton Sampson in our three players to look at uh, and keep a close eye on peace. But I, I do think that Chris Hilton will probably get more opportunities early in the game than maybe Sampson will. But I do expect Sampson to play and play play a lot if LSU starts to pull away. Maybe he can make an impact on, uh, on a couple plays. Uh, mm-hmm. Caleb Jackson, I'd like to see Caleb Jackson get some carries um, with with this off with this first team offense. I think he he showed us in that scrimmage that he's capable of breaking big plays. Um, maybe you get lucky with a couple of them uh, on on Saturday, and you really start to build his confidence and momentum as the season moves along. So. Those are just a handful. I mean, most of them were on the offensive side of the ball. I think defense is still, um, you know, you're still looking at, you know, guys like Womack maybe needing a little bit more time and, um, you know, maybe uh, Jackson Howard finds his way into the game at the end. Uh, but uh, really the defensive side of the ball, I want to see Ashton Stamps. Maybe you see a little JV and Toviano at safety. I think that could be an interesting kind of wrinkle in, into the secondary as well. Um, but, yeah, I think that there are no there are no bad ideas this week against Grambling. You get you get to try a bunch of different things, and I think you can see what sticks. If something works and something that you like uh, on the field works well, uh, I think you can maybe lean into it a little bit more for the early start of your your, your SEC schedule. Um, but again, I, I just think that LSU needs to kind of hit. Uh, you know, just talking with the players the other day, I think something that hit hit home with me was Noah Kane talked about hitting the reset button. And I think the reset mm-hmm. button here is uh, to look at personnel, look at scheme, look at how you're lining up, look at who is playing where um, and, and make adjustments. And I think make serious adjustments because you can't, you can't just run it back like you did last week with the, with the same crew and the same mindset and the same scheme. I, I think you've got to switch things up and it's got to start this week. Yeah, and even against, uh, look, on paper, an inferior opponent, you probably could, Glenn. Like, you probably could do this, and, and you'll probably win the football game, but what are you really getting out of it? And, you know, a lot of, I know a lot of fans will say, well, it's Grambling State, but there are things that you can learn. And I think one of the biggest things is it's going to be really important for the starters, the veteran guys, to set the tone early so that these young guys can get, you know, good run in the second half. Because what you don't want in these type of games is it for it to be a 17 to, you know, three game at halftime and you kind of got to keep the starters out there where in the third and fourth quarter you'd love if it was you know 28 to 28 to three or 28 to nothing and you could start to get some of these guys some good run in the third and fourth quarter and really just learn more about your roster I mean for a lot of these young guys you know they're not going to get chances in the Florida states the uh, the Alabamas you know of the world the Floridas maybe you know they're, what they're going to get a chance in is your your Gramblings, your, your armies your Georgia states and this is a good developmental time from a player personnel standpoint to kind of see what these guys are made of and i think too glenn you know you mentioned like the key one for me and you mentioned herd you herds looked good in practice okay and and, and he looks good physically now you get a chance to see what he looks like under the lights. And look, these reps mean something. These are these are meaningful game reps. That is uh, you fighting for a job. Uh, so so what does that look like in this case? And so I love what you said right there. You know, pull out all the stops. See what you really have here because you don't get many of these opportunities during a season. And like you said, the next couple of games when we looked at it in the preseason, they're not not manageable. 
But if you kind of roll in there with the same mindset that you had against Florida State, look, you li- you listed Mississippi State. You know, we're going to talk about it next week. They got a veteran quarterback. They've got a you know inspired team under Zach Arnett. You just don't want to play with fire against teams that and, and let them hang around close. And I think a good example would be just to kind of go out and dominate in all facets of the yeah. game. It brings us and kind I of think, to our – go ahead. Yeah. yeah, I think the biggest thing here is I, I don't want to see it like a 27 or 28 to 3 game. I want to see it 35 or 40 to 3. I mean, I, I they, yeah. they really need to go punch this team in the mouth. They need to let out some of that frustration, some of that anger uh, from last weekend and, and – um, and, and make it a make it a game where it, it's 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 well executed and it looks good. Um, and 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 in the meantime, you're also looking the part while you're while you're winning. Mm-hmm. That's that's the big part. That's the big thing to me that I want to see from this team this this weekend. Uh, we got predictions. Final thoughts, Glenn. I know you kind of listed it right there. Anything else you want to hit on before we uh, roll out of here? Yeah, so I mean, it, it, it's going to be impossible to lift, list an accurate prediction here. I think you're looking somewhere <laughs> in the ballpark, of 45, 49 to three, uh, seven, ten. Uh, so yeah, I think you're you're going to get a big time win. Uh, I think that that has to be the goal to to get as many points on the board, get as many yards, get as many explosive plays, uh, anything that you can do. Uh, to really start to feel good about yourself uh, heading into SEC play uh, is mm-hmm. what LSU needs to try to accomplish in this game. I, I think that they they have a lot of the the, the pieces to to kind of get this thing back on the right ship. I think that they, uh, you know, the, the the one area that I think is still going to continue to be a concern is the secondary. And um, but I do think that they have enough talent everywhere else to at least manage the the next several weeks of their schedule, uh, but it starts this weekend and it starts with getting the right mindset, the right edge, the right fire in it, the fiery competitive uh, edge that you need. Um, and and I think that the, the players have certainly taken last week to heart. They've taken, um, you know, Brian Kelly has certainly, I think, done a little bit of reflecting as well in terms of how he can prepare this team, how his coaching staff can prepare this team mentally. Um they they got hit they got hit in the mouth last week uh, that that's in the past now I think the only thing they can do now is uh, try to approach this thing one one week at a time one game at a time uh, and, and just continue to show that competitive uh, that competitive nature that was lacking last week they they've, they've got to go out there and be physical and be dominant and just have one of those games where they can execute and and look the part. No, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I've got a final score of 52 to 13. I think the offense needs to come out, put up a lot of points. Maybe Grambling kicks two field goals with that first team defense out there, but uh, maybe a touchdown late uh, for Grambling State. But hey, look, this needs to be a game. I think we both agree where you dominate and you leave no doubt who the better team is. And in games like this, you showcase, look, we're supposed to beat teams like this, and this is who we are. So it all sets up for what should be a fun one in Starkville next weekend. But for Glenn West, my name is Bryce Kuhn. This is the Go 24-7 Podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. Make sure to like the video. Hit subscribe if you're listening in podcast form, whether that's Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to give us a follow and a subscription there as well. Head over to Go 24-7 for all the latest written and digital content on your LSU Tigers. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color. 
color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.